you are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Janan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA, and other combat sports too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and of course where they are now. So hey hey everybody what is happening as always I hope everybody's been having a fantastic week and a phenomenal day so far. Oh listen okay so (laughs) a lot has happened uh, since the past episode that we actually had together last week. So this past weekend, we arguably had the biggest um, MMA card of the year, of the year 2020. And I know, like, just looking back, and I'm sure everybody's kind of like the same, you know, just looking back on this past year, the year 2020, I I feel like everybody can say that, okay, we definitely all kind of went through challenges, I I guess globally, of course, with the COVID-19 pandemic happening, but I feel like everything just kind of, well, at least talking about things that have been going on in the world of combat sports, specifically in the world of MMA, things just kind of like came together, reached a climax, and, you know, we had an end of an era and the beginning of a new chapter. And uh, I know if you're, you know, obviously the uh, we just started this episode and you're like, well, Janan, what are you talking about? Well, of course I'm talking about UFC 254, which already took place this past Saturday in uh, Fight Island in Abu Dhabi. And I'm sure you all know by now, even if you weren't um, like hardcore MMA fans, and if you did just casually catch up with MMA, you probably know who headlined UFC 254. Indeed, it was the lightweight champion at the UFC, Khabib Nurmagomedov, defending his title against the interim lightweight champion at the UFC and top contender, very, very talented guy, Justin Gaethje. So the two fought already on Saturday nights and a lot of things went down. A lot of, should I say, unexpected things actually took place. And so because of all those things, which I'm, I, I will be, yeah, you bet we'll be talking about on this week's episode. For, for all those reasons, I said uh, we definitely saw an end of an era and the beginning of a new chapter. And I'll elaborate definitely on those things that I just said in a few minutes. But, you know, all those things happened. And, um, of course, uh, I, I just love to say and to kind of like remind myself and all of you uh, people out there, uh, MMA and combat sports fans, I do want to remind everybody that we live in the greatest um, era of just combat sports because even though, like I said, um, the world has been going through tough times, obviously, this past year with the pandemic, I feel like with regards to combat sports, we weren't really disappointed. Uh, things were kind of rescued early on, uh, 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 early on in the course of the pandemic, and now things are back on track. And events have never been greater. 
And this upcoming weekend as well. Uh, yes, it is indeed. Uh, tis the season kind of, but for Halloween. Um, so it is Halloween weekend. And the UFC is actually having another UFC fight night happening. This time it is going to be headlined uh, by a great bout between the former middleweight champion of the UFC and honestly MMA legend Anderson Silva. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, he is going to be making his comeback once again into the world of combat sports so anderson silva is gonna be fighting once again and we all love 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 anderson silva and um well i I, depending on how much time we're gonna be having at the end of this episode uh, i really do want to talk about um you know kind of like his background and his overall style and why why many people actually do regard Anderson Silva as one of the greatest mixed mar- mix excuse me mixed martial artists of all time. So there's a reason behind that saying, and I'm gonna be getting into why he deserves to be called, uh, or at least why many many people think that Anderson Silva deserves to be called the goat of mixed martial art. Um, so Anderson Silva, yes, he is fighting. And his opponent actually is no one to ever underestimate because uh, his opponent is going to be Uriah Hall, who we all know has been fighting in the UFC for a very, very long time. And I arguably can say that he is indeed a veteran of the sport. So Uriah Hall is going to be fighting off against Anderson Silva this Halloween weekend. And, um, you know, since you guys know that I love puns and stuff like that, so... You, you are going to be in for a treat, ladies and gentlemen, because we all know when Anderson Silva fights, there is never a dull moment in the fight. And Uriah Hall, he knows how to perform and how to put on a good show for the fans. So, like I said, we are in for a treat and uh, happy early Halloween, everybody. So make sure even if we don't have enough time to break down that bout between Silva and Uriah Hall, uh, just kind of like make a mental note or perhaps even mark it down in your calendars that this fight is indeed happening. So when you do come back from your, uh, (laughs) I guess, like socially distanced uh, trick-or-treating or Halloween party, make sure that you catch up with this fight because it is going to be good. So yeah, there you have that. And so now let's just go back to something that I've been kind of like holding back for almost a week, like since Saturday. Of course, I'm talking about everything that already took place on UFC 254. Um, and, and Fight Island and Abu Dhabi, man. Okay, so when I talk about UFC 254, um, initially, let's just talk about her. Honestly, everybody's emotions prior to Fight Night. So we we're all so, so thrilled to be seeing Khabib Nurmagomedov, of course, the lightweight champion. We're so excited to be, we're so excited to see Khabib fight once more in the octagon because we've all witnessed with our own eyes how dominant Khabib has been in the octagon for all the fights that not only has he had in the UFC, but also throughout his whole professional MMA career. And I say that because, you know, prior to the fight, his record, his professional record was 28 and 0, meaning that he had a perfect professional record, which is Honestly, unprecedented. You have not seen anything like that. 
across the whole sport of mixed martial arts. I mean, okay, talk about other type of combat sports. Talk about boxing or like Muay Thai. Listen, I do have to admit, I... I haven't like done a thorough screening of whether or not someone would have, I mean, except for Floyd Mayweather, obviously that's the the most obvious case that comes to mind of someone who is still undefeated um, uh, in professional combat sports, you know, besides Floyd Mayweather. I can't really tell you um, if there is indeed currently right now, anybody across any sort of combat sports who has shown so much domination and such a pristine record like Khabib Nurmagomedov. So, you know, I said all those things about Khabib and that was um, obviously everybody's mindset about Khabib and just like his uh, fighting history prior to the fight. And also just a fun fact, um, at the time, you know, I'm, I'm trying my best not to like give away what actually happened on fight night and stuff. But okay, just please do bear with me. So, you know, prior to the fight, even even then, Khabib had the longest undefeated uh, win streak ever in the, in the sport of MMA. And again, if that doesn't impress you enough, then just uh, tune in for another few minutes until I tell you what actually happened uh, on fight nights during UFC 254, okay? So, you know, I said all these awesome things about Khabib. But it would be very unfair if I don't brag about Justin Gaethje and his past experiences in uh, professional mixed martial arts. So just to talk, give you guys a little bit of background, I, I'm not actually sure if I told you guys this before, but Justin Gaethje, so before he actually made his move to the UFC, he was already a very successful mixed martial artist in another organization, though, in the World Series of Boxing, or excuse me, World Series of Fighting organization. I don't know why I said boxing. Anyway, so he was the lightweight champion at the World Series of Fighting, he was so successful, and then his contract ended there. And of course, as a professional mixed martial artist, it is uh, pretty much everybody's dream to move over to the UFC and to prove not to themselves, but to everybody else, you know, their, um, uh, their uh, coaches, their corners, their families and friends and family, everybody, to prove to everybody that, okay, you know, I am indeed a professional mixed martial, art martial artist, but... I'm fighting at the best MMA organization in the world right now. And, you know, when you take those baby steps and you uh, make your way through the rankings and when you do get to a position that you, just like Justin Gaethje in this case, when you do get to a position that you finally get your shot against the champion for um, for the championship belt at that at a particular weight division, that is the ultimate dream. That is the biggest thing that you've always wanted to accomplish your whole life and there is nothing bigger than that so Justin Gaethje like I said he was uh, previously he was a champion at the World Series of Fighting he made his UFC debut he uh, fought his way through Justin Gaethje something to note about his just overall st style of fighting is that he is a brawler and um, I feel like the world brawler um, you know, it doesn't define how how perseverant and determined he is as a fighter. When I say brawler, I think of someone who does not see anything but uh, his or her 
own um, you know determination and just proceeding in a fight regardless of what it takes regardless of uh, you know being injured in a fight regardless of if you're tired in a fight regardless of all sorts of violence that is going on in the fight Justin Gaethje is a brawler and beyond I feel like that's the best way of describing it so you know you have this awesome and talented fighter being Justin Gaethje like I said just taking those baby steps upon his um, UFC debut having a couple of hiccups here and there but you know it's okay like I said, because of his brawler mentality, he just didn't care. He just wanted to proceed forward. He just wanted to keep moving forward until he got to the position that he got to for this fight against Khabib Nurmagomedov at UFC 254. So now we have these two guys, you know, uh, they both have, they have had their own journeys and their own hardships and uh, everything leading up to, uh, leading, uh, yeah, essentially just leading up to this fight. Another thing to mention, though, is that uh, prior to this fight, um, Khabib Nurmagomedov, he would always train with his father, Abdulmanov Nurmagomedov. His father is a very um, well-respected figure in the world of wrestling and in the world of Sambo. But, uh, you know, throughout all the years that Khabib Nurmagomedov has been fighting, his father has always been in his corner. His father father has always been there to serve as his mentor and his coach and just be there for him every step of the way. However, something very, very unfortunate happened this past summer, which uh, we actually did mention and talk about here on TKO. Unfortunately, we lost Mr. Abdulmanov Nurmagomedov due to um, COVID-19 complications, and he passed away, unfortunately. And that was a huge hit to Khabib. Of course, not only did he lose his coach and mentor, he lost his father. He lost a person who had been in his life his whole life. And he was not there anymore. And everybody just started thinking, you know, is Khabib going to be fighting once again or not? You know, he is still the champion, but is he just going to be defending his title at least for the last time? And, you know, the next thing you know, Khabib actually said that he was willing to fight Justin Gaethje um, uh, for UFC 254, which caught everybody by surprise. But he, he said that he was going to do it and he did it. So, you know, since I kind of like brought up hardships, um, I guess on behalf of every guy here. So that was the big thing that affected Khabib just leading up to this fight. And uh, I think I I would prefer to just like kind of talk about Khabib and finish everything on his part and then move on to uh, talking about all the hardships that um, Justin Gaethje kind of faced has faced for the past years um, I think it will make make more sense that way so since I was already talking about Khabib you know he lost his father like I said but also uh, the the week leading up to fight nights on Saturday nights uh, when you would watch videos of Khabib just either training or giving press conferences and whatnot you know Khabib is not always the most out, outspoken person However, this time around, there was just this great um, sorrow and pain in his face. And um, like you could tell from his facial expressions and from the gravity of his expressions that he was still uh, dealing with a lot of grief and that he was kind of trying to 
like distracted, distract himself or rather mask all those uh, pain and sorrow with like high intensity training prior to the fight or just, um, you know, having a very, very extremely professional attitude at press conferences and whatnot. So, you know, although, like I said, he's not the most outspoken person. He's not uh, always the most talkative person. But even with all that, we could tell that Khabib was still um, he, he was still in, in a lot of pain, sorrow and grief. So now that we talked about Khabib, you know, these are all the challenges and hardships that Khabib has gone through for the past months, past few months. And now let's talk about Justin Gaethje. Now, Justin Gaethje. You know, like I said, he has had a lot of great accomplishments in his life. He was the former champion at the World Series of Fighting. He 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 really did have a good professional record. However, you know, when you when you are in a uh, playing field that that has a lot of uh, good talent in it, for example, by that I mean the lightweight division currently. And the UFC, you know, when he did make his move to the lightweight division in the UFC, there were so many other guys who were very tough competitors of him. And um, with that, you know, we always knew how good Justin Gaethje was. But I feel like there were certain people in that division, you know, including uh, people, including the champion Khabib, people like UFC superstar Conor McGregor, other people. Uh, who were already in high ranks in the division, you know, people people like that just ca- kind of casting their shadow upon Justin Gaethje and his skill and talent uh, as a mixed martial artist. So because of all those things, you know, we all we kind of like knew deep down that Justin Gaethje was a really good fighter and that he deserved more credit. However, we just kind of like there were there were still a lot of people that doubted Justin Gaethje and his abilities, especially when he went, like I said earlier, when he did have a couple of hiccups here and there uh, after making his UFC debut, uh, a lot of people even started doubting him even more, which was kind of (laughs) sad. But, uh, you know, things change over time. And now here he is, you know, who cares what happened in the past? Here he is about to challenge Khabib Nurmagomedov for his lightweight championship belt. Okay, so here he is. Tis the time for him to shine and to silence the doubters and to tell everybody what's up, essentially. So now that I talked about both guys, you know, their past experiences, their past pains and sorrows and people just doubting them, doubting them and whatnot. Now let's talk about the actual fight, everybody. So on fight nights, the fight started course um both guys you know there wasn't a lot of beef or anything both guys were very very respectful of one another they uh they just wanted to have the fight they were just so determined to fight one another and that was um that was really refreshing to see because recently especially as of uh the past couple years you mostly see fighters being mostly motivated by (laughs) like just creating i guess fake beef and just like you know, people uh, talking trash to each other on social media and whatnot. And there was none of that uh, when it came to this bout between Khabib and Justin Gaethje, which was really good because everybody just cared about the fight itself. Okay, so that was great. So the fight started and uh, it was pretty interesting because Khabib wasn't um, expending as much energy in the fight. 
he was standing in the middle of the uh, in the middle of the octagon excuse me and uh justin gaethje though he i just feel like he was rushing things and you could definitely tell by watching how he was moving around constantly and he was trying to be he was trying to be the aggressor in the early early minutes of the first round by kicking Khabib's leg just trying to chop down his leg which actually uh they were effective because Khabib kind of like his knees knees kind of buckled a few times when Justin Gaethje was throwing those leg kicks so I would personally argue that they were being effective however you know all the extra things that Justin Gaethje was doing in that first round not good at all he was just expending too much energy you know, I just feel like he could have been more uh, efficient uh, with the stamina, just uh, perhaps standing more still, which I know is a little bit tricky, especially because he knew that Khabib, like it, given that he were to stand still, like just straight in front of Khabib, he knew that there would potentially be a chance for Khabib to shoot for takedowns and to take him down and try to wrestle with him, which we all know is a dangerous move because Khabib's wrestling, uh, there is no no other thing that is as good as Khabib's wrestling in the entire UFC roster, okay? So that is definitely something that you do not want. So I, I'm assuming that's why Justin Gaethje was just trying to be as dynamic as possible by moving around a lot, but you could tell that he was still, with his dynamicness, he was still rushing. And he was just expending too much energy. So that was the that was pretty much the whole theme of the first round. And there were a few instances that Khabib did shoot for takedowns. And uh, the two scrambled a little bit. But um, if Khabib wanted, if Khabib was really determined in um, like fully doing a successful takedown, he would actually do it. But I just feel like for the first round, he didn't really want to, uh, he himself, Khabib, he didn't want to expend too much energy because remember, this was a championship fight and there were five rounds to a championship fight. So you definitely don't want to get gassed out early on in the fight. So the first round ended and the second round started and what happened was that um you know that we, we essentially had the same trend going on with justin gaethje throwing a couple of shots uh like a couple of um uh, i guess just like combinations which were uh, some of them were effective and some of them did shock khabib but khabib in turn he would uh respond with his own counter shots but then Justin Gaethje just uh, went back to his uh, uh, initial weapon, I should say, which were, again, the leg kicks. But again, he threw this one leg kick that was essentially the beginning of the end because after that leg kick, Khabib saw that leg. He went for a takedown. He took Justin Gaethje down and uh, Khabib was in a dominant position. However, you know, we're usually um, used to... Uh, we're, we're just used to seeing Khabib doing a ground and pound once he does take his opponents to the ground. But this didn't happen at all because what Khabib did next was that he switched positions so that he put Justin Gaethje in a triangle choke jiu-jitsu position. And the choke was just too tight and he kept squeezing. And the next thing you know, the referee jumped in and stopped the fight because 
Justin Gaethje, like his body was just, uh, he his body was only half conscious. Listen, that's how tight the choke was in this case. And he couldn't properly tap out. So the referee actually had to jump in and stop the fight. And what happened after, you know, of, of course, Khabib won that fight. His record is now 29-0. and 0, But what happened after was something that shocked everybody because, you know, obviously people were cheering for Khabib in the, in the arena, but he hushed them down. And what he did after was that he went to the center of the octagon, he kneeled down, and he started crying uncontrollably. He got extremely emotional and just felt like there was this big release of just emotional suppression and um you know all the like i said like i told you guys earlier you know throughout fight week he just had this gravity about his attitude and it, it did look like he was dealing with a lot of grief and now you know there was this big release and uh he just let it all out and it was very, very emotional to watch. And my man, Justin Gaethje, goodness, you know, after he he was conscious once again, he actually went over to Khabib and started consoling him. And that was that was really touching to the heart. And uh, of course, so Khabib kind of like retain his belt because he he actually scored the W in this case. But what happened after was that um, in the post fight interview, Khabib declared that he was officially retiring from the sport and that this was his last fight and that was because he said that he did not want to do this professional MMA thing anymore without his father in his corner he said that it didn't mean anything to him anymore and that he had promised his mother that uh, he was only going to be fighting off against Gaethje but that was going to be the end of it and so with that he put his gloves in the middle of the octagon and he left i don't want to say forever because that, that that's really sad i don't want to say that because um i you know like i said his record is 29 and oh and there's always that one opportunity like that best fight that super fight that he could potentially come back for in my opinion and in the opinion of many other fans you know there's always that opportunity that he is going to be coming back for one last fight but, you know, that's what he did um, on fight night this past Saturday. And um, it was very touching to the heart. It was very surprising. And like I said, you guys, that was the end of a huge era. Khabib has done so many great things for the sport. The level of domination that Khabib has shown through and through, not just in the UFC, but throughout his whole MMA career is just unprecedented. And now the question remains, you know, obviously that era ended and we are in this new chapter in the lightweight division at the UFC. Now the question is, who is going to be the new champion, of course? So even though Justin Gaethje lost that fight against Khabib, I feel like he shouldn't be super sour about it because there is always a chance that um, well, obviously the belt is vacant, the position is vacant, and there's always a chance that he is going to match up against someone else, someone else who is high-ranked in the division, again, to fight for the belts. So now the question is, who is the opponent? So potentially we're going to be seeing, again, Justin Gaethje, but is the opponent going to be the winner of the Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier fight 
which uh, the bout itself is actually happening in the new year in January of 2021. Is it going to be going to be the winner of that bout or is Justin Gaethje going to be having a rematch against the top contender and everybody's favorite in the lightweight division, Tony Ferguson? So these are all the questions that are just circulating around in the in the MMA community. And the, the reality is we don't know what's going to happen. But it's still going to excite us to see that there's still so much potential to this lightweight division and that, you know, this is just the beginning. And, you know, we still do feel the void from Khabib's retirement, but the best is yet to come and the future is bright. Honestly, let's just put it that way. So, you guys, I hope you enjoyed that breakdown and kind of like reminiscing about UFC 254. Unfortunately, we're not going to have enough time to break down the bout between Anderson Silva and Uriah Hall, but make sure that you actually catch up with the fight because like I said, you know that we are in for a treat. So I'm just looking at the clock right now. Unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to be having for this week. So make sure you go to CFRE.ca to catch up with previous episodes. And you can also go to iTunes and Spotify to download previous episodes as well. And until next time, it's your girl Jonan right here. And this is TKO. Peace out. Peace out.